Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Claire Venice. And I'm Joff Lacey. We're inside a barn. And walking down a catwalk in this week's Peapod. If you love Petersfield... I love the square. The hangers. The open-air swimming pool. Lots of fun shops. Then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod. With Claire Venice and Joff Lacey. Welcome and thanks for joining us in the Peapod. This week we're at the Tithe Barn in Ditcham for Save the Children's Big Sale and Fashion Show. We'll speak to Penny Bloyce from the Petersfield and District branch of Save the Children about the important role the fashion show plays in the charity's yearly fundraising. We also meet Sarah Cand and some of the volunteers getting ready to model a choice selection of donated second-hand clothes. John Walker from the Petersfield Post has the latest local news and Susie unexpectedly finds herself in Paris in her wild walk. Ooh la la! (laughs) The P stands for Petersfield. It's a lovely area, lovely people, lovely atmosphere. The Peapod. Hello Claire, how are you? Hello Geoff. Great, thanks, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. We're here in the Tithe Bun, lots of hubbub going on. As they get ready for the fashion show. So lots of background noise. What do you think? I think it looks amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm blown away by the, the volume of clothes here. Yes. It's incredible. Yes. Yeah, so have, have anything caught your eye thus far? I haven't had a proper look yet, have right. you? Right. I saw a jacket. A nice tweed jacket I thought would go down very nicely. You've got a thing for tweed jackets. I have got a thing for tweed. You've already got one. I know, but I could do with another one. You can <laughs> never have enough tweed. <laughs> But no, it looks like it's going to be a, a cracking evening, doesn't it? It really does. It really does. I'm sure the fashion show is going to go, you know, really well this evening. We caught a bit of the, a little bit of practicing beforehand, a bit we of rehearsal. Did. Yes. Did you get the urge? No. You know what, though, Jov? I remember three years ago. Right. We were asked to come and record a podcast at the fashion show. Yes. It wasn't here. It must no. have been at the festival hall, I think. But it was cancelled. But it was cancelled due to COVID. Yes, and I, I lost so much weight to get myself ready to be a model. <laughs> and it's just been downhill ever since. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe next year, John. Maybe next Could year. Could be your time. But no, talking of that, you know I said last week about um, I needed to probably get some inspiration about changing my lifestyle. Do you remember that? I won't tell you what I've started doing, but... I tried some de-alcohol wine. De-alcohol wine? De-alcohol... De-alcohol... I can't even say it. It's non-alcoholic wine, okay, in essence. Okay, yeah, that sounds better. <laughs> but it's really fancy title. And any good? Got to say. No. Oh, oh what a shame. It yeah, I must admit, that not, doesn't appeal. It wasn't... wasn't the greatest. So you off alcohol completely? Not necessarily. I'm... Um, not drinking alcohol, potentially, at home for Lent. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's, so, a, good, that's a good thing to do. So it's if not I go too out, long, it's doable, isn't it? Yeah, if I go out, then I wouldn't stop myself. I wouldn't say, oh, I'm not going to have a drink. My social calendar's never been so busy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so a week in. Are you feeling, how are you feeling? Are you feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling more tired. Is that probably just catching up on sleep? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe toxins coming out. I don't, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to follow the story. Yeah, I have to follow the story. I've got to, I'll have to start running or getting on the bike again, really, if I'm going to really take advantage of this. Get that summer body. Yeah. <laughs> in readiness for a cracking peepot we got lined up in June. Oh, yes. Well, yes. we've both got to get... We will hold on to that. We will let you know about that one soon. But, um, but there is a special peepod that we'll be doing at the beginning of June. Yeah, I'm not so sure I'm looking as forward to it as you are, Joe. <laughs> we, will, we will reveal all later. Yes, yes. 
Well, Joff, it's great to be in the Scythe Barn. I come here usually around Christmas time for a Christmas fair that's put on by the Watoto Trust. So I haven't been here since then, but it's always such a great place to come. The last time I came here was probably 2018, 2019, to pick up my eldest from his prom. Oh, Okay, yeah, the prom used to be here. Yes. Great space for that. Great space. Yeah, it was, I think it was June 2019. Well, maybe we'll be back again this time next year, Joff, to, to be models in Here's the Save the Children fashion show. Here's hoping. <laughs> well, we would love to hear from you. So if you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi, please call or WhatsApp us on 01730 555 500 or you can send an email to team at shineradio.uk. Coming up, Save the Children's Penny Bloyce joins us ahead of this year's fashion show. But first, here's Joff with John Walker and your latest Petersfield news. It's Sunday lunchtime and I've met up with John again. Hello, John, how are you? Yeah, very well, thanks, mate. It's a bit warmer than it has been for a while and it's all good. Excellent. You're on the uh, lime cordial water and ice. I'm on the non-alcoholic IPA. What's got into us? Well, what's got into you, Joff? You started it. I just followed suit because I didn't want to embarrass you. But... So, John, what's caught your eye over the last seven days? Well, I had an interesting email from East Hampshire District Council saying that uh, they're now, in the two, two coming months of March and April, going to spring clean the towns and villages and get all the leaves up, smarten everything up. We won't recognise the place, Joff, when it's done. And it finishes the spring clean, bizarrely enough, at the very end of April, just before the local council elections. Not that I'm sure there's any connection at all. But the other interesting fact is the people they're employing to do these, to make the district spotless. It's going to be spotless. There'll be, you won't recognise yourself when you go out in the morning. Will I be able to eat my uh, dinner off the uh, pavements? Pavements, roads, park benches, anywhere. So there'll be a little man in orange cleaning up furiously behind you and in front. And, yeah, but one of the interesting things is the company they're um, employing, or not employing, although they will, they will be paying them, obviously, they're going in partnership with, I love that word, partnership, it's so fantastic. Uh, they're going into partnership with is North South East. Norsk. Southeast, the company that can't empty our bins day in day out. I get emails saying bins haven't been picked up here, bins haven't been emptied there. So, as well as probably not being able to continue emptying our bins, it looks as though they they'll be out there trying to tidy our roads up as well. But I think it's important, John, we that we take the positives from this. We the town's going to look fantastic as we come into spring. We're all going to have a little smile on our face and the town's going to look wonderful. Or am I living in a different world? Well, that's up to you, Geoff. All I would say to you, where do you think all the money for this is coming from? It's not coming out of the council's pocket because they haven't got any money apart from ours. As we come to the end of the tax year as such, John, what are your aspirations, or what would you like our councils, whether it be the town council, EHDC or HCC, where would you like them to focus their plans. Well, I'd like to see them just focusing on the things they should be doing, to be honest. Doing the roads, looking after the heath, using our council tax properly, doing the bins properly, just doing the things that they should be doing, that that they're there for. Just do them properly. It's, it's It's all I think everybody wants, and if council tax had to go up again by another 50 quid a house, but if you were getting 
the service that you should be getting, I don't think people would complain. Employ people. Stop using contractors. It doesn't work. You're paying private companies to make money out of work that should be done in-house by the councils. That's why Petersfield Town Council have taken a lot of their grounds work back in-house. Stop trying to be what you're not. Just do what you should do. What you're supposed to do. That's what I would want. Now I'm on that same planet as you, Joff. John, it's great catching up again. You take care, look after yourself, and I'll see you next week. And you, Joff. The Petersfield Post is out every Thursday, so please get one with your weekly shop. Or subscribe to the digital version. Save the Children's Fashion Show is one of the charity's key fundraising events of the year and this year it takes place at the Tithe Barn in Ditcham. Organiser of the Fashion Show and more is Save the Children's Petersfield and District Representative Penny Blois, who joins us now. Hello Penny, how's it going? Yeah, hello. Yep, it's going really, really well. As you can see, we're uh, six o'clock. We have an hour to go before all the ladies arrive and... Uh, then we have a lovely fashion show. So they come in at 7. At 7.15, the fashion show will start. They'll have had a glass of wine, half an hour fashion show, and then they can shop till they drop. And every penny they spend here goes to children who really, really need it. And that is our motivation. Yeah, we're in, we're in the Tithe Barn, and it is full of clothes. Not just clothes. We have oh. household bric-a-brac. And upstairs, we have a high-end room, which is where you get all your designer clothes. We have people who actually donate to us, but we also have people who give us um, their clothes for 50-50, which is why we get the very, very expensive clothes. But you can buy that at a really good price, and you are doing so much good because there are so many children throughout the world and in England that need the help of Save the Children. And are all these clothes sourced from the Petersfield area? They are. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people come back year after year. This has been going for over 60 years. Um, it's only our second year here, but after COVID, we didn't know how big the event would be because obviously life's changed a bit. And so here, we're able to keep the prices down so that we actually help people who are struggling here. And the fashion show is just the start, really, isn't it, of the next few days? You have the fashion show this evening, followed by the big sale. And how does that work? So the fashion show I started about six years ago because we had found that um, we weren't getting so many people to come in and we really need to sell the clothes um, to people perhaps who are out at work. And so they could come in the evening but not in the day. So the fashion show was like a girls' night out. Mm. And you know, when you see something on somebody, it helps you to think, actually, that might look good on me, I'll buy it. So we do find anything that's modelled gets sold. Wow, that's really, that's really impressive. Yeah, yeah, and if they've come to the fashion show, they can use their ticket to come tomorrow for free because we charge £2 on Tuesday, which is the first day, and then on Wednesday, uh, everything is normal price until lunchtime, and then from 1 o'clock, it's half price until 5 o'clock, and then from 5.30 till 6.30, you buy £10 for a, a dustbin bag, and you can fill it. And do you find most of the items go over the, over the three days? It does. The £10 bag proved to be extremely popular last year. And, um, and it's great for us because we haven't got to do anything with it. But we do um, give some of our clothes to other people. So, like, we had a lot of baby clothes donated many years ago, which we weren't able to sell. And so there's a lady who runs a charity in Kenya, and we've given them all to her. Because we're all about children. That's what's our driving force. Children are always the innocent victim. And how many people are you expecting this evening? We have sold 280 tickets and we have given out 20 complimentary tickets. And then there's the 13 people in the fashion show and the 10 of us on the committee who are working. 
So we'll be well over 300 people in here tonight. And how long does it take to prepare an evening like this? I'd like to say it could take a week, but actually <laughs> we took the clothes in um, at Hearn Farm on Saturday and Sunday. We stacked them up last night in a van overnight and we were here this morning at 8 o'clock unloading. So this has all been set up since 8 o'clock this morning and we will take it all down again on Wednesday. And how long have you been involved with the Save the Children charity? Well, I moved here nearly 13 years ago and uh, they had the big sale then in the festival hall and so as I didn't know anybody I'd come from Essex I went along to help so that's when I started so that was probably 12 years ago so it's my rise to fame. (laughs) (laughs) Well you sound very passionate it's obviously something you feel very strongly about. I do I have children and I have grandchildren and if my grandchildren were in that state I would move heaven and earth to make things right for them and I think we can do the same. So although I've been up since two o'clock today and it will be the same for the rest of the week, I go home to a warm bed. I can get water when I want it. I can get in a bath. And I think of children laying on the streets, not knowing what's going to happen to them. How can I not do it? And so how does the money that's raised from this fundraising event, how does it get distributed? We, from this event the Save the Children branch, we always give it to save the children that they can use in the disaster emergency work. So it's never put aside for anything in particular. So like, we sent off £3,000 straight away when the earthquake came in Turkey because we've got that in our funds. And so that's what we use it for. And they're really, really grateful for that because it means they've got a pot of money whenever they need it. And will you be modelling tonight? (laughs) Uh, No. Not quite (laughs) the figure for a model, but (laughs) I will be comparing. (laughs) What other events go on throughout the year with Save the Children? So we have got a a big golf day coming up in September, which raises an awful lot of money. We do auctions. John Nicholson's are really good at not charging us anything, so we put items into auction. We have pop-up shops, because if things don't sell here and they're they're good, it's in our contract that we have them. And so we we do pop-up shops in Winton House. So we, we might find, you know, like at the moment, people will probably buy warm clothes. So we might get a lot of summery stuff left. And so in August, we'll do a pop-up. And they've been raising about £1,200. So it's great. It's really good. We, yeah, we don't like to waste anything. Penny, thank you very much for joining us. Good luck for this evening and the rest of the event. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up soon later in the year. Thank you so much for coming. The P stands for Petersfield. It's like the best town ever. <laughs> the Peapod. Susie unexpectedly finds herself in Paris in this week's Wild Walk. I'm being quite like a country yokel today. I'm leaning on a gate, staring at the River Lavant. So I'm in its valley. I'm on the far side. Um, I've got the West Eam Wall on my right. And I've just left beautiful views down over Chichester. Rain is... Oh, eating grass. Interesting. Okay, must be spring on its way. And it's extraordinary. I've just been looking at a whole load of rooks. Um, I think there were rooks anyway. There's, there was certainly not crow because there was many more. So the field was studded with black dots. And then I literally just plugged in my microphone and they were all gone. Anyway, it's a day of passings today. Um, I'll... Lovely foster dog from Canine Partners has gone up to the Midlands as I predicted last week and it fascinates me. It doesn't matter how much you know you'll feel an emotion, you can't head it off. So 
this morning was a bit weepy, I have to say. Um, but I've rallied and decided to come to somewhere where I didn't come with him because there are sheep always in, in these fields and I just wanted to be certain. Obviously, he would have been on a lead. And I have to say, when he's come across sheep, um, he's been absolutely fine, but I just didn't want to take the chance. And with two dogs, it's it's really a lot easier to go to places where you don't have to be tethered to two of them. So you see my rationale. I was coming to a place where I wouldn't have come uh, had we still had him. So I'm looking at a lovely winter tree that's stark and just rustling against a, a studded grey sky, but with just a sliver of silver sea beyond. Um, as I come down the sort of diagonal footpath that I used to do so many years ago when we lived in East Lavant. And one of the things is it reminds me of all these transitions in life where you have your happiest memories. So my happiest in East Lavant was when Maud had all her puppies. And of course, the, the leaving of our dog today reminded me of parting with Teddy. Yes, I know. Um... And of course, all Rain worries about is why are we standing here with you blithering again? Um, it's quite windy too, and I've got a bobble hat on because um, I thought spring had sprung. In fact, I'm sure I confidently announced it last week, but it's really chilly. So anyway, it, it's quite a, a silvery winter sea. Will you not interrupt me? I'm trying to emote but this is what I love about dogs. They really cut you down to size. But before I leave you, I just want to quickly say that last night, although I was sad, I did the most exciting thing, which is I interviewed Greg Moss about his climate thriller, The Coming Darkness. And if you're interested, he was last November's Talking Books guest. And it's, it's a brilliant book with four cosy crimes up his sleeve, the first of which is coming out in July. Anyway... The protagonist in The Cosy Crime lives in Paris, but she comes actually back to Chichester, uh, which is why I'm thinking of it at the moment. But The Coming Darkness is more or less set in Paris. The hero is a Parisian, Alex Lamarck. It's no good looking disgruntled and chewing grass because it just looks like a sort of frustrated cow. Anyway, Greg and I went down to the University of Portsmouth to the CCIFX, I think it is, the, the centre. Oh, I'm going to forget what it is. But anyway, it's where they do special effects and everything. And we were apparently in Paris. We literally were just sitting on this thing, um, like a stage set, but it was immersive. It, we were completely, there was a pavement, there were surroundings on two sides. And hi, hello again, I should yeah, say. Right. <laughs> and... Um, and it looked for all the world. It was filmed and we were recorded and it looked exactly as if he and I were in Paris doing the interview. So, you know, curate's egg of a week, good and bad. But I really enjoyed that. And if you're interested in seeing it, I'll put a link on um, next month's Talking Books, but also we'll be on Facebook and you can actually see the film. But I'll put, um, I'll put a still photograph up on the Talking Books site, probably. And um, have a look. It is incredible. And now I'm going to make you very happy and we're going to walk on. Are you ready? OK, come on then.
Have a good week. Coming up, we shimmy down the catwalk with some of the volunteer models and bring you the latest What's On Guide. But first, let's meet Sarah Cairns, Vice Chair and Model, who's in the thick of organising the outfits and the models for this evening's fashion show. Hi, Sarah. Hello there. Thanks for taking the time out. I know you haven't got much time, have you? No, that's good. How long have you been involved in the fashion show and organising it? Well, I've helped organise it for the last three years, and I've been involved for four years. And what does it entail? Well, um, we have this year 13 models, and it entails picking the best outfits we can from this year's sale. So we have a wonderful selection of good as new clothes but all the time I'm looking for the right outfits for the catwalk and we have three outfits each so it's a lot of different items to pick and we we the models are of different ages and different sizes and this year we got two male models so we really want a good selection and we want it to be an entertaining show for everyone. I suppose with the huge amount of clothes you have here, you could do a wide variety of different environments, couldn't you, for the clothes, the outdoor wear or evening wear? Absolutely, yes. We start off with a casual outfit, then we go to a smart day outfit, and then we have an evening outfit. But there's lots of scope within those categories. I mean, this year one of the male models is wearing a Dalmatian suit, and so, you know, we can have fun with it too. Brilliant. And how easy is it to get the models to come along? Um, some of the models are long-standing volunteers, even committee members. Others are friends of friends, and I had to do a little bit of outreach to get them, but people are very helpful, and they say, we've got someone for you, and I gathered the 13 relatively quickly. And do you have a little practice run-through? We've before? had a rehearsal this evening, yes, and I've got a good friend who's done a little bit more of choreography with us this year, so we had to practice that, and I, I always give a good set list of music, and we've had different pieces for the start and the finish, and so we get it all together. And you're a model yourself? I am. Have yeah, you done yeah. this before? I've done it the last few times, okay. yes, yes. And what's your highlight of the evening? The highlight of the evening, oh, it's lovely to see the audience reaction and, and this highlight this evening is going to be we, we each have a poster from, say, the children head office with a child on. And so it reminds everybody what we're doing it for. Sarah, it's been lovely to talk to you. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Good Thank luck you. with Thank the fashion show Thank you very much indeed. Evening. Thank you. The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? On Friday the 3rd of March, the Petersville Museum and Art Gallery are celebrating Nicholson, a local distiller, politician, cricketer, philanthropist and former church's governor. The event starts at 7pm and tickets are £25. There's a screening of the film Good Luck to You, Leo Brand at the Felix Theatre and Arts Centre in the afternoon of Tuesday, March the 7th, starting at 2.30pm. Tickets are £6. Wednesday the 8th of March sees the annual town meeting at 7pm in the Festival Hall. The serving town mayor welcomes everyone to the meeting and gives a summary of the mayoral year, after which committee chairs outline their achievements from the past year. On Sunday the 12th of March, there will be a fundraising concert at St John's Church in Langrish at 3.30pm with a Ukrainian choir called Two Colours. Admission is free with a retiring collection for an armoured medical evacuation vehicle in Ukraine. If you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. Available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can listen to a new episode of Talking Books. In this episode, Susie Wilde and Tim O'Kelly interview guest writer Eva wong Naver, who is passionate about her culture, heritage and people represented in the media. You can listen to Talking Books and more at shineradio.uk, bringing you also a brighter mix of great music, local news and information. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. 
We're now joined by Jacob, who is a volunteer and model. Jacob, how are you doing? Pretty good. Not bad. Yourself? Not too bad, not too bad. So, what made you volunteer for, for this evening? My mother. She's helping out. <laughs> she's That's a, an honest answer. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, though, charity work's brilliant, so yeah. love to do it, yeah. And have you modelled before, or is no, this your first time? No, no, no. Probably never will again, but <laughs> oh. I'm still going to enjoy it. I'm still going to enjoy know. it. Yeah, so, what know. are you actually modelling tonight? What outfits have you um, been given? Like, it's like a smart, casual sort of thing, for the most part. There's like a Hawaiian shirt. Um, there's a, like a jock jacket with loser written on the back, which I think All is right. quite cool. Um, Perhaps I then, need something like that. <laughs> and then there's also a dinner dinner jacket, I think it was, or a velvet jacket. Very Jarvis Cocker looking Oops. sort of thing. Yeah, it's nice. Very dapper. Yeah. Has anything taken your fancy? There's some shoes that I think I might get. Yeah. Okay. There's some nice boots. But yeah. Also, I got this yesterday, this jacket, which you can't see, obviously. But it's a well, that's, from, that's from it. You had yeah, first yeah, dibs, from yesterday. You? Yeah, helped out, and then, uh, and then first dibs too. Oh, yeah. look at that! And how important is it for you, Jacob, to be a part of the Save the Children fashion show? Yeah, I think um, obviously helping my mum out is lovely, but it is still charity work, which is important to me, and you know, very good. I think everyone should be involved in it. You know, the community spirit of actually doing something like this is lovely. You know, it's, it genuinely does. You know, warm my heart. I'm sure it does everyone else's. And how did the rehearsal go? Yeah, it's pretty good. Quite quick, which is nice. Um, only one, so we'll, we'll see if I fall over myself. <laughs> but yeah. How are the nerves? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. I'm okay. all right. Yeah, not too bad. You're a cool customer. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Jacob, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Good luck this evening. Cheers. Thank Cheers, you. Jacob. And we're joined now by another volunteer and familiar face, Lucy Davis. Hi, Lucy. Hi, Claire. How are you? Very good, thank you. Good, and good, you? good. Yeah, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. It's been a long day. I've uh, been here since about eight o'clock this morning because uh, I'm a volunteer as well as being a model this evening in the fashion show. Um, yeah, it's been busy, but uh, we've just about got it all set up. We're just uh, kind of in the last stages. You know? Definitely, definitely got that feel of slight anxiety mm. and nerves coming through. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see your makeup's been done, your hair's yeah. done. Do you yeah. like the outfits you're wearing this evening? Yes, I do. Yes, I've been very lucky. I've got a very good... Uh, selection of bits and pieces what, what, to Tell wear. us what you're modelling. What am I modelling? I've got a lovely green number uh, for the evening uh, selection, a green uh, satiny long dress, stunning, um, and some lovely black boots to go with that. Um, and then I've got a lovely bright green jumper and some sort of print trousers for the day wear. And the other one escapes me. <laughs> It'll have to be a surprise for later on. <laughs> and is, has there anything caught your eye that you're going to say... I'm going to have that. I have actually already pilfered a dress, a little vintage number that was up in our uh, high-end section as a benefits of volunteering. Very nice, <laughs> very nice. Because you're a veteran uh, model here, aren't you? <laughs> well, veteran. Um, I've done a few shows, yeah. did last year here at Tithe Barn, and then pre-COVID, uh, when we were still at the Festival Hall, uh, we did probably two or three of these fashion shows, um, and I was involved with all of those. So I get drawn in an awful lot I do all their social media as well so I was going to ask is yeah. there anything else you do for the charity yeah I wear many hats and if someone wants to get involved how can they I'd say probably the best way uh, is to reach out on our social media channels we're on uh, Facebook and Instagram then we can we can direct you on on who to email because I don't know Penny's email address off the top of my head. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, fa- Facebook and Instagram will be me you get through to, and then I can, you know, forward on forward on the messages or the questions. Lucy, cool. thank you for joining us. Enjoy your evening. Thank you very much. You too, guys. And that's it for this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Thanks also to our guests Penny Bloyce, Sarah Cairns, volunteers Jacob and Lucy, John Walker, Susie Wilde, our editor M. Sefton-Smith and the whole Shine Radio team. So from Joff and I this week, bye. bye. 
What was the rival to the VHS video format? Which author predicted the Apollo moon landing? Who became the youngest winner of the Wimbledon men's singles title? Petersfield's Shine Radio with Ian Crossman. I have quiz questions on all sorts of topics for you to test your general knowledge and see if you can score the magical five out of five. The Brighter Minds Quiz is proudly supported by Church's College. Every Saturday and Sunday night from nine. Petersfield's Shine Radio. Radio.